Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled mompreneur who hits snooze until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned how to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can learn how to stop picking at your kids' leftover food, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of the to-do list so you go to bed feeling fantastic about your day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Perlman. This is the Healthy Habits for Life show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Carol Perlman, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Today, I'm asking you a really important question that I want you to think long and hard about, and we're going to have a little chat about it today. Question I want you to think about is, are you really ready to make your health a priority? I know lots of people talk about quote unquote health goals. I would like to achieve this. I'd like to achieve that. I'd like to lose weight. I'd like to lower my cholesterol. I'd like to improve my lipid panel. I'd like to lose weight. I'd like to fit into a different size. We, you know, so many people talk about those goals, but here is the thing. If you really want to achieve them, you have to look at the action that you are going to need to take day in and day out in order to get you there. And so what that's going to come down to is, are you ready to make those actions a priority so that you reach your health goals? I know we've been talking a lot about it this month that I've been talking about time. There are so many demands on our time. If we, let's say we sleep for eight hours a day, we've got 16 waking hours in the day and we have to fit a lot in there. We are juggling so many things. I don't know of anyone who says that they're sitting around twiddling their thumbs and they just don't know how to fill their time. So we're all making these decisions every single day about how we allocate our precious time and what we're going to give it to. And it can feel, it can be so easy to feel like it's taken away from you, that life and your day takes control and other people are asking things of you or other people need you for things. And it can feel like you don't have a say in the matter. But what I really want you to realize is that you 100% do. Maybe you don't have a say in every single hour, but if you work on it, you will find that there are so many ways in which you do have a say if you are willing, ready, and able to assert that power. So today we're going to dive into that and really uncover what it's going to take and can you really get yourself ready to commit to making your health a priority. Before we get into it, I actually have a favor to ask. I haven't talked about this in a long time. So I launched the podcast in April of 2021, 2021. And I did a big push at the time to launch it to be really successful because I want people to hear this. I I put a lot of time and effort into creating these episodes. I love doing it. I love sharing these thoughts so that uh, I may play a role in other people's decision to get healthy and their ability to do that. That just means the world to me. 
But the way podcasts work is that Apple or, or whoever is hosting the podcast, they only show podcasts to people if they think the podcast is worth listening to. So it really relies on reviews and ratings to basically boost a show up in the, um, in the feed so that it will recommend it to other people. So what I'm asking you to do today, huge favor, if you love the podcast and if you have been listening and getting value from it, can I ask you to pause and go into your phone or wherever you're listening? And can I ask you, if you haven't already, to press the little plus button, subscribe to the show, leave a review, a quick little five-star review and leave a rating. It can be super short. It can just say, I love the show. That's all you have to do. But any kind of rating that you think you are comfortable leaving, if I could ask you to do that, then it will help the podcast platforms recognize that people are listening, people are finding value, and it will continue to show it to new listeners. Okay. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that on your part. Okay. So let's get back to today's episode. So are you ready? As I record this, it is September, 2022. Are you ready to make your health a priority as we go into this fall and this new season? So the first thing I want you to think about is why is your health and your health goals so important to you? For different people, they'll have different answers. Um, Is it because you've had a scare And you now realize, my gosh, when your body isn't functioning well, everything else is so much harder. And it makes you see that this is really so important so that you can live every day to your fullest and really get what you want out of your life. Is it because you're just feeling uncomfortable? Getting dressed is hard. Nothing fits. Nothing looks right. You dread that morning when you have to go in your closet and find something to wear and It's just really a struggle and you want that struggle to end so that you can fit comfortably in your clothes and easily find things to wear. And maybe even beyond that, have some fun with fashion and style and really get excited about getting dressed rather than dreading it. Um, Is it because you have a big event coming up? And I know for a lot of people, this is a motivator. You have a reunion, you have a wedding, you have a family event, and you want to feel your best. And You know, it's definitely a thing when you're not feeling great about your body, it can definitely have an impact. Not that it's not possible, but I know so many people will say that when you're not feeling good about your body, when you're not feeling good in your skin, then it's really hard to let your best self shine through. And so if you have an event coming up and you really want to be able to do that, that may be providing a really great incentive for you to work on your health goals now. Uh, There may be other reasons. Um, Maybe you want to be a good example. You want to set an example for your family. You're a role model. If you're a mom, a dad's out there listening, you you know, maybe you're a significant other, you're a child, you're, you're a friend, and you want to set an example to the people around you that your health is important, it's worth taking care of, and it is possible. So there can be so many reasons, um, whatever it is, I want you to think about why is your health important to you? And why would it be worthwhile for you to make your health actions a priority? Okay, so the second thing, once you've established why it's so important, the second thing we have to think about is what might you have to give up or what might you have to do differently in order to reach your goals? So, you know, there's that old expression, if you always do what you've always done, you always get what you've always gotten. So if you have been stuck for a while, then you know the behaviors you have been doing 
are leading you to where you are. And that cycle will perpetuate unless something changes. If your behaviors and your actions change, then it sets you up to achieve a different outcome. So you may remember this in the episode I did, I think it was about a month ago, I was talking about the step challenge when I first started it. And I went into it knowing that I was going to have to ask myself the same question because getting 10,000 steps a day was not something that I was doing. I wasn't finding it possible. I was at somewhere between three and six a day. And I knew that that thousand, I should say 3,000 to 6,000. And I just knew that that is not a healthy place for me to be. And I knew the recommendation was 10,000 a day and I wanted to get myself there. But I knew I was going to have to do some things differently. I wasn't totally sure what, but I just knew I would have to be doing things differently. And so that's a question that I kind of pledged to ask myself every day so that I could learn more and I could reflect. If some days went great, I was going to reflect what did I do differently in order to make that happen? And if I was struggling, I was going to ask myself, okay, what do I in hindsight see I could have done differently, but for whatever reason I didn't, and I'm going to have to work on that. So it's a really powerful question for you to think about. What are you going to have to do differently and what might you have to give up? Might you have to give up a little bit of sleep, maybe 30 minutes of sleep, maybe 30 minutes of TV time, of Netflix, of social media, scrolling around on social media, maybe 30 minutes of family time, maybe 30 minutes of watching the news. I mean, so what are the things that you do that in the end either serve as a distractor or a source of procrastination or are just a different choice? Nothing wrong with doing any of those things, but we're all just making choices. And so if you have to borrow that time from somewhere else, where are you willing to make the sacrifice and where are you willing to borrow your time from? Uh, one of the things I talked about was over the summer, I'll just go back to the step example. It was so hot out in the Boston area and many areas that walking outside during the peak um, daytime hours was just really not going to be pleasant. And I had to wait until it cooled off at night, which then ate into family time. Maybe it was dinner time or family time. And I just decided over the summer, I was just going to have to do that. I don't like to do that. It's not something I want to do every day but I was going to have to do that a little bit more in order to make the goal happen. And so that's what I did. Fortunately, now the weather is cooling off and I hope I won't have to do that a whole lot anymore, but I now know that it's an option. And once in a while, that's just how the day goes. It's an option that I can use. Okay. The next thing I want you to do is talk to your family. So, you know, most of us don't live in isolation. And so therefore the things we do have an impact on the people around us. They're going to notice and it may have an emotional impact or, or it might logistically have an impact on them if they rely on you. So it can really help to preempt a lot of conflict by letting people know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do an experiment for this fall. I'm going to really work on making my health a priority, which means I'm going to have to do things differently, which means you might see me responding to you differently, you, my family members differently. I might say, no, I can't do that right now. I might say, I'm going to have to wait a half hour or, um, well, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit, but I might have to ask for help. I might have to delegate and ask you all to help out so that I can free up 30 minutes or whatever it's going to be to do these activities that I need to achieve my health goals. So talk to them advance in advance so that they know what's going on. They know why all of a sudden your behavior is changing. And you can negotiate a little bit and you can figure out, okay, how is this going to work and how do they feel about these changes? 
and maybe there's a way to compromise. They might say, you know, I really don't want you to duck out of dinner, but what if I do something else during the day for you, then that will free up your time in the afternoon to get it done first, for example. Okay. And then here is where the magic happens. You know, I am such a big proponent of setting up your planner for the week, setting up your schedule and your health activities are all part of that. So I know we all have things that have a specific day and time. You have appointments, you have work, you have meetings. Um, kids have sports and activities and things they have to be driven to. Some th- so some things just really are set in stone and they have to be done at a given time. So those are always the things that I uh, recommend that people put in first in the calendar. But would you believe that I'm going to suggest that the very next thing you do is plan your health activities as number two. So number one are the things that have a definite date and time that really can't be moved. And then number two, you put in your health activities before anything else. When are you going to eat your meals? Stopping for lunch, stopping for dinner, stopping for snacks if you need to. When are you going to food shop during the week? When are you going to prepare meals? All those things should go in the calendar. And when are you going to move your body? It may be different every single day. Every day might be different. So you might have to make different decisions every day or a different plan. But if you look at it in advance and see the whole visual of the week, you will be so much more successful than trying to plan it day to day day and for sure trying to just wing it with this abstract idea. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get better with my health this fall. That wish to do a better job is not going to work. But when you make a plan and you are super specific and super intentional, you are going to guarantee that you get there. So after you put in your health actions, then you can look at everything else. Then you can look at all the other to-dos that you know are important, but they don't have a definite day and time. Then you can really start to look at what's the priority. I did a whole podcast on this a few weeks ago. So go back and listen to that. How do you decide what the priority is during the week? And then um, start assigning those other tasks and to-dos into the planner after you have allocated your time for your health habits. This might feel really different because I think a lot of people are used to just trying to squeeze it in after they take care of everything else. And the message you're basically sending to yourself is that you're an afterthought, that your health is an afterthought. and that's not what we're here to do. We're here to make our health a priority. So I'm really curious how you're going to feel about this, making your health actions the second thing that you plan out in your week. You got to tell me about it. Find me on social media, email me, tell me how this feels as you hear it for the first time, and then tell me how it actually goes. Okay. So then what I want you to do, so now you take a look at your planner, you have everything all set out. You may want to review this with your family, depending on how little your kids are or who's involved with your day-to-day life. But if other people are affected by how you set up your calendar, then it may help to review it with them and just set the expectation. I'm doing this for this week. So you might notice maybe I'm not going to be around to make lunches in the morning because I'm going to go to the gym in the morning and I'm going to need you to do it. Or maybe I'll do it the night before and I won't be around when you leave for school, but don't worry, lunch will be made and you'll have everything that you need. Whatever it is, whatever behavior you're going to be doing differently, let them know and go over the plan. And then the next thing I want you to be aware of, and a lot of people tell me that, when, when they feel resistance to setting up their plan for the week, 
oftentimes it comes out down to this is that they are afraid it won't carry out the way they're intended. They won't succeed and it won't go as planned. And you know what? My response to that is it 100% won't. It never goes that way. It's never perfect. Things never go exactly as planned. So unexpected things are going to come up. You're going to have to move things around, but that is okay. You can still totally be on top of it. You just have to sit down and make adjustments when the unexpected things come up. Not if they do, when they do, because they will for sure. So when a kid is unexpectedly homesick or you get an email and your boss unexpectedly needs you to work on something different for the day, you take a breath and say, okay, I see now my day has to go a little bit differently. So what kind of adjustments do I need to make? How do I hang on to my top priorities, my health and any other top priority, and then adjust things? And maybe I have to lower my expectations in other areas and move things around. So slide it around to another day, another time slot. Think about how you can make it work. Again, pause, be intentional, and then move on. It's going to happen. And the better you get at managing the unexpected, not getting so flustered by it, and just making adaptations, the more successful you're going to be. And then the last thing I want to talk about is that that question that I started off with. What do you need to do differently in order to reach a different goal? I want you to keep asking yourself that as time goes on, day in and day out. We're always learning. We're always playing detective to try to figure out what works, what's getting us stuck, and how do we work around it. So keep asking yourself that question to uncover what are some things that you need to do differently that you haven't been doing before. Maybe you need to exercise earlier in the day maybe later in the day, maybe even in the dark, maybe in the cold. I know I'm bracing myself for that, but I'm actually, I shouldn't even say bracing. I'm actually kind of excited after walking in a hundred degree weather this summer, I'm actually kind of excited to bundle up and walk in the cold. Um, so you might find yourself doing things earlier or later than you're used to, or maybe just at a different time of day. Maybe you need to use some services that um, that are time savers for you that you're not used to. Things like Instacart or other food delivery services. You know, I know they're, they may be a little bit more expensive and that's a decision that everyone will have to make, but it may be that for you, your time is worthwhile. And there might just be some days or some weeks when saving two hours and not having to go to the store might really be worth it for you. Um, maybe you have to delegate other chores, you know, get the family to help more with folding laundry or cleaning up at home or doing the dishes or whatever it is that they helping out with pets to free you up for the time that you need to take action on your health. This is the hard part. You know, it's not as hard to come up with a plan and understand what you need to do, what kind of changes you need to make, but it's the how. How do I make those changes happen day in and day out when life is happening all around me? And that's what I'm here to help you figure out. So I can't wait to hear what you think about this. And if you are ready to join me, I know I am continuing to make my health a priority this fall. And I'm really diving into those those same questions. What do I need to do differently to reach a different outcome? So I'm wishing you, I don't even want to say wishing you luck. I'm really wishing you um, just so much success in finding those answers and then making the adaptations that you need and continuing this commitment to make your health a priority. Okay. Let me know how it goes. Have a wonderful day and I'll be back next week. 
Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you loved today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.